When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Jason and Alexis show podcast presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. And thanks for the beer. Lex, Dawn, I think we should go to lunch, and I have a great idea. Lex, are you in? I'm in. Let's go. Me too. You're in too, Dawn? Great. We're going to go to the free house. It's going to be my treat. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited because there are three ways that the free house can serve you. First, we can go inside. And we're going to go inside, you two. We're going to go inside. Or you can order online now from one of their delivery partners or, Dawn, if you don't want to hang out with me, okay, you can pick it up from the restaurant and take it home. But I would prefer we all eat together. Let's go inside. Thank you. You know and what I want to have, Jason? One of those Roto want? Bird baguettes. <gasps> oh, Ooh. I love the Roto Bird baguette. Lex, how about a burger or a salad? What sounds good to you? Um, a salad and I need a beer. Oh, wow. Dawn, listen to that. She wants a free house beer. Mama needs a beer, Lex. Mama needs a beer. Mama's getting out. Mama's having a free house beer. Okay, well, Lex and Dawn and all of you go to freehousempls.com. You can see the menu. You can order online and everything right there. Again, it's freehousempls.com. Good morning, everyone. Guess you don't know what today is. No, please. Tell me. Please, tell me. It's National Nut Day. <laughs> I used to be able to name every nut that there was. This is nuts. Peanut. This is nuts. Hazelnut. Wait, I'm nuts? Cashew nut. Macadamia nut. Pine nut. But I'm not nuts. Pistachio nut. Let's not go nuts. You guys, you know what? You're nuts. You're all nuts. Are we ready for the nuts? Yeah, ready. It's showtime. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk Seven One and live streaming on all over the earth on our website. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not counting nuts, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> queen of the chestnuts, Alexis Ooh. Thompson. You know, sometimes you just feel like you're nuts. And sometimes you don't. True. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. <laughs> good morning, Don McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Well, good morning, y'all. Y'all, and good morning to all of you on this nut day, Thursday, October 22nd, 2020, 603 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to National Nut Day. Welcome to National Color Day. Welcome to National Make a Dog's Day. And welcome Aww. to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup. Alexis, how was your nutty coffee this morning? Oh, my nutty coffee is sensual and okay. creamy. Oh. oh, 
Well, shiver me timbers. Good morning. McLean, how's your tea? Oh, mine is, um, mine's a little irritated because, um, (laughs) had to fix a jam printer that was left by one of our co-workers yesterday. You know, when you leave a printer, Uh it's always, um, you know who the culprit is because once you print their material and then jam it, it has their name on it. (gasps) No! Uh Uh-oh, okay. Is it Bradley? (laughs) No. I'll tell you in a minute. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Okay, we got to talk more about that. Yeah. Kenny, your oh, coffee? Yeah. Uh, very real today. It's actual, authentic, factual reality. That's what this coffee is. Mine right. is big. It's huge. It's large. It's little, but yet short. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 Okay, who okay. did it? Yeah, okay, cheers. Who, who did it, Don? Who did it? It's funny because this little sprite has been coming into the prep room a lot, printing things oh. and going, oh. I got to print in here. <laughs> Okay, so um, whenever it's blinking and you leave it for the person in the morning that comes in at 5, we're going to know it's you, Julia. Yeah. Yep. Come on. So then not only does, so it says it's jammed. I pull out three pieces of paper. I print again, jams again. I notice that there's another ink cartridge just sitting there, not labeled. I don't know if it's old. I don't know what's going on with that one. So we could have just wasted an ink cartridge because nobody labeled why it's sitting there or what it is. So then (laughs) after I unjam it, I'm trying to print more things and the whole right side is just smeared. So it's like the ribbon. I, I don't know. There's a whole printer in there double wide. I know. And it's. I noticed it's blinking. So can you not? Call John and asked him to fix your printer like two months yeah. ago. Anyway, so I emailed John and I'm like, dude, I don't know how to fix this. I've spent 20 minutes this morning trying to do it myself. And by the way, in the double wide, that printer doesn't work either. <laughs> They're oh. blinking. Oh, so so I, they, I, they wreck their own stuff and then go into so, another office and wreck their stuff. Right, but send me an email. Say, hey, just so you know, I'm sorry. I, you know, when you come in in the morning, I messed up your printer. No? <laughs> oh, no, she's not thinking about that. Oh, glad I left early for the snow just in case there was bad weather, but oh, man. Oh. I'm calling Julia right now. Oh, Let's my see. Gosh, we'll, get her, yeah? we'll get her here okay. on the phone and talk to her here. Hold on a minute. Get her up. Let's go. Julia, what's going on? <laughs> Julia, why why in the world would you do that uh, to Dawn? Can you not fix the printer by yourself? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but Julia, it's really easy. Just call. Who is it, Dawn? Call John? John. 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 Call John. Call John. Here's the thing. She probably has no idea who... Fixes things like this for she us. She doesn't. She has no, no idea. Right. She has no she idea. She doesn't know his name, so she doesn't know how to email or call. No. I mean, because <laughs> the last time she asked for something to be done that was not in his wheelhouse at all, she called the head of like maintenance. <laughs> That's right. Thomas? Remember what was that? Forget- yes. Thomas. Yes. Kenny, you missed that. Yes. For what yes. Was I don't know, but it was something really minimal. Oh, God, Alexis, what was it? Oh. It was real minimal. I it, wish B. Arthur was, was up because it, it was hysterical. Was it getting cups in that were it not? It was. For that n- weren't styrofoam. Yeah. Yes. She, That's Kenny, right. are, wow. have we rendered you speak? Yes. She called oh. the and, and my talkers. Thomas, this guy is like 
business he, operations this, or building he's like, operations. Yeah, I mean, he's the, the, the guy. He's the dude. I mean, he runs... Works upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he runs the entire building. I mean, not... Mm-hmm. Not just an age. I mean, just the <laughs> entire. The cups. No. <laughs> or maybe it was to. Was it she wanted all of the um, the man wall pictures okay, laminated? No. Okay. I think yeah. that's it. Different. That was a different. She because that's what I was laughing about. That's what I just thought of. Yeah. I will never forget that that oh. time period where she started. She started complaining that people sitting in that chair against the man wall they were harming uh, the twenty year old magazine pictures on that wall. So she asked for a laminator, and who did she ask to do it no, for her? No, she asked her? the sales assistant. Oh, oh. the sales assistant. That's <laughs> yes. right. Kenny, she went to the sales assistant and asked her to laminate the pictures wow. of these men. Wow. Yeah. And Sonia, our sales manager, was like, yeah, no, she has a lot of the sales to do. team. So that's not happening. So they ended up getting her a, a laminator or teaching her how to use it. And she would just laminate. Just You'll notice on the manual now there's like maybe a dozen or Four. so that have been laminated. But yeah. she ran out of, yeah, she ran out of, she got sick yeah. of doing it. Because she asked Bradley, she asked Bradley to help her. And Bradley was like, forget you. I, I'm not helping you. Yeah. yeah, it was. Oh, oh, it was so good. Can I but, take down this woman wall because Donnie isn't even in please, here anymore? And please, oh, I can't yeah. believe it's still up. I'm taking it down today in protest of this printer episode. You know what? If I was working Do there, it. there wouldn't be a man wall or a woman wall. We'd be done with all that childish high school nonsense. What is this? The inside door of your locker when you're in tenth grade? <laughs> that Give me does a break. feel like that when you walk in there. <laughs> it Shut is. It. it is a little like and when guests come in when. <laughs> when guests you come in, that, say, yeah. we always Here's, have to say, hi, this isn't hi, what this you is say. This is embarrassing. This isn't, Here's you know. my Farrah Fawcett poster. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm 12 and it's 1978. <laughs> we do every when we were in the build when I was in the building we would have we would have a guest come in and Lex would come in with headphones because Lex and we would be like we're very and they would they would stare at the They're wall like, like what kind of serial killer crap is this like you yes. have cut yes. out magazine pictures like what kind of yeah. Buffalo Bill ass <laughs> stuff are you running here it's and, different since we're in an entertainment station if it were men and little, women yeah, but it's yeah. all men all Oh, man. On yes. that side. It's a little I, weird. I would look at some guests and go, just in case you didn't know I was a flaming homosexual, now you know. Here's my favorite corner. Here's my, here's my section of the van See, Ryan, wall. That one. That one right there. Oh, my gosh. But isn't oh. that just so true what happens? She ruins oh. her printer and then ruins the next one, not realizing that, yet yeah, what's going to print out is going to have your name all over it. <laughs> well, I think this is appropriate that everybody's feuding as we lead up to Project Down and Dirty. Oh, it's I think perfect. This oh, puts this us in the out. right frame of mind. Yes. Oh, it's yes. just so. I, I. Why did we guess anybody else? I, I don't know why. Right. Julia wouldn't have been the. Fr- I love her, but what, why wouldn't have her Julia's name been the first one we said? I just because I think Lori, Lori would have. Research, like not research, but Lori would have followed through. And if she couldn't have completed the task, she would have found someone. Yeah, she would have asked for help. Well, she would have asked Julia. 
And then eventually it would oh, just land right. on Julia anyway. <laughs> just this, the vicious circle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you're right, Lex. It just it wouldn't have. Lori would have went to Julia. Julia uh-huh. would have said she could have fixed it. She would have went into the the room, looked at the printer for about two seconds, realized she can't leave it. She'd have been like, oh, well, Don can fix it tomorrow morning and just left it. <laughs> and I love that she forgot the Angela Lansbury-esque situation where Don would have been able to figure it out like a Scooby-Doo mystery. The minute the printer starts working again, whatever Julia was trying to print would print up and Dawn could see who was the last person to use the printer. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We're moving all the woman wall right now. Are oh, you removing yeah, right now? Oh, perfect. Because there's like, right. how many up there? He had a oh. lot. Of, a lot. There was one of them, Keenan, remember? Keenan, like a pet one too, right? Yeah. You remember when I was working in there, Don? There was one that just freaked me out. I had to cover it up every day, and then the next oh. day it was it was uncovered. I don't remember who it was, but she was giving me the creepy side eye, and it was so disturbing that I could not have yeah, it. Yeah, because you're trying to do traffic in here. Yeah, this yeah. weirdo is looking at me from uh, yeah from the wall. I don't Julia. even remember who it was. We're gonna let you go, Julia. Promise you won't do this again. <laughs> okay. Well, she got all the parts well, from no the Jawa transport. That's why exactly. she tried to fix the computer with transport <laughs> parts. Oh. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Brought to you by Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta uh, Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. We have a great list of resources on our website. Find it by using keyword awareness at mytalk1071.com. We'll be back after this. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Name a yellow fruit. Orange. (laughs) This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. Yes. Orange. Gets me every time. Every darn time. Oh, God, I love that one so much. Name a yellow fruit. Orange. And again, if I play that one, I got to play this one. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. (laughs) What is there, like a half a dozen? It's okay. There are three. There's just more than that. There's more than that. There's more than that. Yeah. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071. I heard a rumor, Dawn, that you have your man friend Mm -hmm. hooked on some uh, manly shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have him hooked on Bake Off. <gasps> yes. Oh, he started good. watching that with me when I was uh, took my little last vacation. Um, yeah. He's hooked on it, and he, he loves it. Now I can't watch it without him. So... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, oh, wow, it's oh, that hooked. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yes, he knows they come out on Friday. Um, he loves any type of a fail. He loves to see things that just go wrong. And yeah. he ha- isn't really wise yet to the fact that they're slick editing. Like it's, it, They make it really seem like that they are doing things to the last second. Like you have one minute left and then they show footage and stuff that's not necessarily from the last minute. I mean, obviously sure. they're editing it and doing a lot of quick cuts to make you feel like everybody's just down to the wire. Yeah, he loves it whenever they're being judged and like <laughs> they cut through the cake and it's raw and he's like, "How oh, does that happen?" He's which like, happened that? last week. Yeah, he's like, oh. "Oh no, oh she's going home. She's she's going home for sure." He knows all of their names. Um, oh yeah, my goodness, it's just really cute. And then Ninety Day Fiance, I started watching that from season one, and oh. he's just playing a game next to me and I'm playing it on my laptop. And yeah. he he just I noticed that he would start to pause his game and just look over and he's like, Oh, this guy is just he's never had sex because he's Mormon and he's just trying to marry her right away so that nobody else can have her. I'm like, you're right. Because, you know, this is one couple, you know, it's just she's and, and the poor girl, you know, she's she's um she's from Brazil from a small village. And yep. Has I never know that. been yep. to the United nope. States and. I even had to find this clip for him again because he was just thought it was so great. She goes to the grocery store with her with her man, and he's like, "We're gonna scan these ourselves." She's like, "Oh, I don't, I do not scan." And he's like, tries to get her to scan it, and then she finally does it, and she's so proud of herself because she scans an item. And as she's pushing her card out with him, she goes. I am United States. Oh, God. <laughs> She's just so sweet. And so he's like, I got to hear that again. So I had to go yeah. through the whole TLC, like oh. 25 commercials to get just... to the point so that he could hear that again. So the only problem with this, I love that he's watching these shows with me, but I need shows to watch while he's doing other things. And so yes. now I have to wait for him. You know what I mean? And then with 90 Day Fiance, if his kids are in the room, I can't really play that with my headphones Mm. off because, you know, yeah, you know, they're 11 and and the 15 year old might be fine, but. The eleven-year-old and that ninety day is a guilty pleasure of basically the whole crew over here at the Jason Show. Jeff loves it. Ted loves it. It is a and I haven't. I've watched a couple seasons. I haven't watched the the last couple new seasons. Jeff, right, Lex? Yeah, Jeff loves it. Just it's it's consistently his favorite guilty pleasure show. Oh yeah, and the deal is, is that I want to watch. I love every episode of it. I've watched. I think I watched season three. I think we all did. Um, There were some people like Chantel, if you remember her. Yep, yep, yep. yep. We did all watch it. We watched it together. So I went back to season one. And there are like nine spinoffs now of these oh, shows. Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding. It's crazy. Like 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. 90 Day Pillow Talk, Happily Ever After, question yep. mark. 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. 90 Day Fiance, What wow. Now? Those are just the top four spinoffs that I see in the rundown on the TLC website. It's just, 
You have to really search to even find the original. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 such a good. It is just such a good kind of train wreck kind of show. Hindenburg. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not only do you have the couple and will they make it and all the different <sighs> cultural and language barriers, but then you have their friends and family. Oh, that's well, the biggest part. Le- that's a train wreck. Well, yeah. Lex and Dawn, we watched the season. I forgot who it was. Remember the guy bought like gas station flowers to greet her at the airport and she was livid uh that the flowers weren't like roses and what do you guys remember that or maybe you got yeah she he stopped and got like these gas station flowers and then she openly criticized (laughs) she landed here and started right away opening openly criticizing the flowers and i thought this isn't gonna go well i love it 90 Day Fiance on TLC. When we come back, uh, I had a chance to get a sneak preview of the new Borat movie. I watched it yesterday. Uh, I was wondering how you did that. Yeah. uh, I'll tell you if Borat is still needed in 2020 right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on demand and streaming on the My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Don't forget, Project Dawn and Dirty tickets are on sale right now. Go get them. Right now. Do it. Project Dawn and Dirty presented by Dr. Anesthetics and 360 Painting Minneapolis. I watched Borat Part 2 yesterday. Um, <laughs> I was so... I felt like Borat yesterday. I really did. Or I felt like I felt like Borat or a or Julia with a printer because I, I consider I'm not joking. I consider myself a pretty a, a techie guy. It's as I've said hundreds of times on the show. It's the only way I'm a dude. I am techie for the life of me. I could not figure out how uh, I they sent me a link. Uh, Amazon sent me a link. And I was trying to figure out how to mirror my phone onto the television device. Mm, yes, just figured this out recently this weekend. Oh, well, what and does I that mean? Okay, well, I switched TVs, so I'm still I'm learning about the TV itself, let alone. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, it means like so I start you can mirror whatever is on your phone to Project your it. television. Ah, okay. That's how we watch uh, 90 Day Fiance and our TLC shows on the big on the big TV. I, I broadcast it to the TV. Yes, I do it through with on Apple. It's called Apple AirPlay or mirroring. And gotcha. on your iPhone, you hit mirror. And then if, you know, I have an Apple TV, so you mirror it to whatever Apple TV is on. And mine is, uh, I've named it uh, Jason's Big Ass TV, which is funny every time I see that pop up on the screen. Anyway, so... Um, I'm trying to mirror it, and it wasn't working. So I started laughing at myself because, well, I'm by myself. Collins, that were because I feel like Borat because I'm like I can't figure this out, and I'm then I'm seeing picture, but I'm not hearing sound anyway. Twenty minutes later, I got Borat on the screen, and. I, I will tell you, I'm, I, I'm a huge fan of the original Borat. I love Bruno. I like Sasha Baron Cohen. If you're listening to this and you're not a fan of him and you weren't a fan of him, um, I am here to tell you, you will probably still not be a fan of him. Because uh, yeah. It is uh, rinse and repeat. But here's the deal. Back when Borat came out, um, you know, it was brand new. Uh, this type of social and political commentary and satire, we had never seen satire on this level 
and it was apt for the time. So now you're wondering: is it um, is it still is it still not appropriate, but is it still legitimate, and and is it still um, does it have its teeth? And it does. And can you it, get away with it? Well, and that that is covered in the right in the beginning of the movie because one of the things I was like, how are they going to do this? And I think we talked about this when we covered just the the announcement that there is a Borat two. Yeah, Borat is now part of pop culture, and no matter where you are in the country. There's probably a good portion of the population in each city that knows who Borat is. I mean, it's a Halloween costume, for heaven's sake, <laughs> which they actually poke fun of in the movie. Um, and in the movie, Angel did it. <laughs> yeah, in the movie, I guess Halloween stores like um, uh, Spirit. It's called Dumb Foreign Reporter. <laughs> it's what oh they call. Gosh. It's oh. what they call the the <laughs> Halloween costume. Um, uh, well, uh, according to the movie, anyway. Well, that's how he gets away with it. And he it's a wink to the audience. He Borat in character acknowledges that he's now famous in America and he needs he needs a costume wherever he goes. The basic plot of this movie is he now has a daughter and he wants to bring the daughter to America to give her um to either Mr. Uh, to either give her to the president or, or or the vice president or somebody close to as he says the crown um so the daughter is the unexpected jewel in this movie uh, and and most of the critics that I've read uh reviews of uh, agree I don't know where Sasha Baron Cohen found this actress that is willing she is on par with him uh, how old is she um, I think playing. she, the actress. I think she's in her twenties or thirties. But yeah, but she's, her daughter also. So she plays that that age, or did she play a little it, bit like younger? A yeah, yeah, oh, a little okay. younger. Yeah, um, but she is on par with Sasha Baron Cohen as far as what she is willing to do as a comedian and an actress. Mm. The stuff. Okay, uh, there were some huge she moments that when you watch this, I almost sent you all a picture to give you context, but I decided no. Um, There is a scene where he makes his way with the daughter to a Georgia debutante ball. And let's just say they do a father-daughter dance. Um, And it ends uh, like I had I could not believe what I was watching. Um, She lifts up her dress and I I I looked at the dogs. I looked at Dexter and Mr. I covered (laughs) I covered their eyes. I was like, I boys, I don't want you to see this. Um, Now, obviously, as I was watching this movie, um, the news was breaking yesterday on Twitter because I guess a lot of reviewers got to watch Borat about Rudy Giuliani. Yes. Um, that he is caught That's what in I was a ask about. He's caught in a compromising position. Now, look, uh, Rudy and Rudy's people and th- those uh, defenders of Rudy will say, oh, it, it was nothing. Now, I will tell you, it wasn't as scandalous as I thought it was. I'm going to be fair. It wasn't as scandalous as some of the tweets made it seem, but it is highly embarrassing. So Rudy agrees to be interviewed by um, who he thinks is a legitimate young journalist, a foreign journalist, um, and it's Borat's daughter. 
and they're in a hotel room, and this is the very end of the movie. And he's a little, I'm going to be, as much as I'm going to be fair, I'm also going to be honest. He's a little Mervy. There's some Mervy's things that he says, and he, he, like, you know, puts his hand on her waist. I mean, he's a little gross in parts. But, but look, there's a lot of gross men out there. The part that's in question that you saw a freeze frame of that is getting a lot of play is the fact that at the very end of the interview, Rudy Giuliani lays down on the bed and puts his hand down his pants in order to take off his microphone. And now and that is his defense. And she is hovering over him. His defense is he was just taking off the uh, the microphone to be fair, and again, I'm not being political here. To be fair, I have taken off a microphone 4,000 times in my life. I've never had to lay down in order to do that. No. Uh, and oh, in that's the front. why he laid down? Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, that's what he's now. I'm just being fair. His his defense and his defenders are saying, "Oh, Mr. Giuliani was just taking off the microphone, the TV microphone, which is called a lav mic." I'm I'm just telling you. Were they right through his crotch? No. Well, I mean, even if they did, well, I I have to run it. I run it under my shirt, which yeah. inevitably goes down my pants. I take off my TV microphone every single weekday of my life. I do not have to lay down to do it. You unsnake it through your shirt. Yeah, we've all done it for sure. Yeah. Y'all have yeah. been on my show. Uh, Kenny, yeah. I don't know if you've ever had a lav mic on you. It does not require you to lay down on a bed to do it. It's It's not... Well, as you watched it, was it a, was he trying to be like, hey, look at me? Or this was, was just it... a still shot is what you're... No, it's oh. video. I'm saying the still shot is what you all yeah. can see right. until you see the movie on Twitter. But, right, but you see watching the movie, did it did it feel like he was being creeper? Or, and it felt, why do it, it well, like that? It felt like he was being creepy. I mean, he yeah. was he was very taken. I think he was just as a, an observer... Mm-hmm. He felt it was creepy. I mean, he was being a little mervy pervy. He liked um, her. Now, again, I don't think it it wasn't as long or as horrible as I read before I watched it. Um, but it was gross. I mean, it was kind of weird to watch. And again, the mic thing, just because I know that you take it from me, guys, you, you don't need to lay down. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, I'll prove it today on my Instagram. I'll say, I mean, you can take off a lav mic. Um, but overall, you know, I'll, I'll button this up by saying the movie um, is still uh, it still plays well, even in 2020. You know, it's the same jokes, but you know what's not funny, which I think takes on a more serious meaning, even more than it did in 2006, is the fact that he really does expose some of the worst people in our country. And this isn't a political statement. I'm saying people that chant like racist tropes and racist Mm -hmm. phrases and that willingly do it. Um, It scared me that there's people like that out there that he convinces to do this freely. Um, uh, That's what's frightening to me. Um, is the is the shining a mirror on some of our folks, mm. um, and and it seems more. It was funny in two thousand six. Now it kind of scares me. Now it just 
it it scares me a little bit. And again, let me be clear. I'm not talking about everybody on the right. I'm talking about racists. I'm talking about the people that he gets to say not only racist things, but he exposes a lot of hypocrisy, which is kind of what Borat does. Um, It shines a light on hypocrisy on both sides, really on both sides of the political spectrum. But I walked away. I felt real icky, not to sound like a seven-year-old. I walked away. um, Yeah, I walked away feeling um, not as joyous as I did. It was funnier in 2006 for a myriad of reasons is what I'm tripping and trying to say. So can yeah. you see the desire to get it out before the election and why? Yeah. I mean, if, if the filmmakers, yeah, I mean, possibly. Um, yeah. I mean, look, we, I would be naive to think that there m- might not be uh, a motivation to do it before the election. That would be ridiculous of me and, and uh, to not acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, but again, it wasn't about Democrats, Republicans. It was just about, he put a flashlight on some just really gross people. Um, uh, just, yeah. ugh, yeah, just really. And do you think some of their hypocrites. lives will be changing today, <laughs> or after people really, you know, no, you know why? Because the, some of the, you know why? Because some of the people I think are uh, they have no shame. I, oh, I don't think right. so. I think they have no. I some of the, the the subjects. I think they they don't they don't see what they're doing is wrong. So mm. no. I think they have no shame. So, but watch and judge for yourself. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, it's so uncomfortable. I, I just saw a still picture of him. It looked like some lingerie, and they're running down the street with his daughter. That's, yeah, yeah, Borat. That's after the Rudy Giuliani moment. That's oh, at the very is. end of the. That's at the very end of the movie. Uh, yeah. Just seeing that still, having him run through the streets. I mean, oh, that ooh, ooh, already without even seeing any having any context. Yeah, I can't Ooh, wait. So. We've been. I'm like, yeah. I saw on the sheet that you watched it. I'm like, wait, that doesn't come out till Friday. Yeah. Watch and see for yourself. Again, just to, uh, we're running, uh, we're late, but yeah. just to put a nice button on it. Um, still good. I'm still a fan, but sadly, I walked away more, um, more hurt. Not hurt, but kind of feeling icky. Just about yeah. this. This about the fact that there's just some gross people in the world. Um, there's just not nice people in the world. So 644, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's time for a Mariah Cray Cray moment. I need a moment. I need a fragrant moment. This has been a Mariah Cray Cray moment. We do. Don't we all, Mariah? We all need one. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk about a 7-1, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and uh, Kenny. Uh... <laughs> Letterman's new season debuted yesterday on Netflix. Um, Kim K, Robert Downey Jr., Dave Chappelle, and Lizzo are his guests for this shortened second season. And mm-hmm. uh, Lex, did you watch the Kim K episode or you watch clips? Or yeah, you did. I watched Me the too. Kim K, and I watched a little bit of the Robert Downey Jr. He has alpaca. Yes, he which, does. Oh, you know, I don't know. I, I maybe one day. <laughs> Yeah. Either way, I I love them. They're so cute. Uh, but yes, I watched the Kim K one, and um, I, Jace, I don't know what your takeaways were. I felt like they covered a lot of ground. A lot of ground. From yes. The O.J. Simpson trial um, to Caitlyn Jenner. For me, my biggest takeaway was her law degree that she's seeking. Yeah. Um, that she's going to take the baby bars, what they call it. So she's in a special program. I guess there's four states that do it. California's one of them, um, where it's kind of a fast-track 
law school. And, you know, we all know that she's helped with some prison sentencing reform and getting people um, freed from uh, just not fair uh, judgments. And she wants to continue that work. In fact, she says that once she's done with her law degree, which will take a few years, she envisions herself at the White House working with whoever's president to change the prison reform um, sentencing. So I thought that was pretty cool. She went to CVS with Dave and Dave has, I don't know if this whole phone thing, the phone cover with the cardboard and the duct tape is real or not, but she was teaching him how to take selfies and how to airdrop. She wanted to find the perfect pen. And I don't know about you, Jace, but I this is it's so related to me. I, I was like, yes, she's just like me because, you know, you can get very specific about your office supplies. And, you know, that's like heaven to me walking into <laughs> yes. an office supply <laughs> store. Too. Right. You too, Don. Yes. Right? Love it. Office Max. And they open up all the pens and she's like trying to say, OK, this is a bold one. This is, you know, because she's getting ready for this 10 hour baby bar test. Um, she's taking all of these, uh, you know, practice tests and. It's kind of like how we feel sometimes after a Howard Stern interview. Yeah. I really I really liked her afterward and she's really using her powers for good. That you know, I didn't think that we'd actually say this. The other takeaway too is that she makes more money on an Instagram post than she does the entire season of Keeping Up with the of Kardashians. Yep. Yes. So she said that when we like, whoa, he guessed like two, a quarter of a million dollars and she's like, up, up. And then she's like, I don't talk about money. But then I thought, yeah, she's probably getting a million dollars a post. Oh, for sure. Easily. Piggybacking, piggybacking one of my takeaways, because like you, as you said, it's similar to a stern interview where I walked away, you it's it's well known that I've made fun of that. Fa- I don't enjoy the family. I don't I I don't watch the show. Um, I used to have a rule on the talk show on the TV show that I would have to put a quarter in a jar when we would talk about them. But um, yeah. but like Stern, I walked away from this. I I really like her, and yeah. I and and I'm saying that on purpose because my biggest takeaway was at the very beginning, and Dave Dave said it best. Dave said, hey, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, Uh, you know, myself and late night comedians, we've made a lot of jokes about you. And then everyone kind of giggled. The audience kind of giggled. She smiled. And then Dave said, but who's laughing now? Mm -hmm. And he seemed to not. It wasn't a throwaway compliment. It wasn't something to be nice to his guest. You could look at him and know that he meant it, that he had a level of respect for Kim K that he didn't have when he was hosting Late Show. And I I feel the exact same way, and because I then they they transitioned from that and started talking about the fact of a phrase often used with Kim K, and that is she's famous for being famous. And Dave said that always rang hollow for him, even when he was making jokes about her. He said that always rang hollow. He goes because if you are fronting a TV show, you have to present yourself in a way. To make yourself likable to the audience. And it's it's actually, and Kim said this, Kim picked up on that and said, yeah, it's actually harder to get the public to like you as you than an actor playing a character. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, wow, she's, she's right in a way. Now, acting is very difficult, but 
it, it, it's, it's a maybe more not, vulnerable. Yeah, You're I was gonna say maybe it's not harder. There. Yeah, I don't know if I use the word hard, but it's a it's a different type of challenge, um, and it's way per, more personal because if mm. people don't like you, they're they're not liking they're di- not disliking the character you're playing. They're disliking you and, and your and, family and your family. And Dave said so that actually takes skill, and it recalibrated and shifted the way I thought about that show, the way I thought about their success because I've used that phrase myself. The Kardashians are famous for being famous. That's actually not true. And I'm not going to say that anymore because um, they're famous because they've they're likable to their audience, to their fans, not necessarily to me. I don't find them interesting, but don't hate the player, uh, hate the game. You can't you can't deny their success. I find Um, them more interesting now. And they're living the dream of working with your family and really getting it done and making loads and loads of money. Oh, okay. Maybe that's my own. I'll speak for myself. Yeah, you you, you want the (laughs) commune and all that stuff. I do. I do. I I spend enough time with the family. I don't need need to (laughs) do a show. You're good. Keeping up with Mama Haas. I'm I'm fine. Well, I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) It's not even just doing a show, but it's doing, you know, just. I know you mean. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, yeah. Keeping up with Mama Haas. That would be a fun show, actually, though, Jason. It probably would. It would <laughs> probably get better ratings than the Jason oh, show. Oh, God. Um, right. Yeah, but it's, it's a guys, bottom line, Lex, I think you'd agree to put a ribbon on this, yeah. a little bow, wrapping paper. If you are middling in your opinion of the Kardashians, I encourage you to watch this. I think you're going to walk away with a much different opinion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, My next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman on Netflix, everybody. Project Down and Dirty, classic radio drama presented by Dr. Anesthetics and 360 Painting. We're working for a lot of great charities, and uh, we're also getting help from folks like Little Blind Spot, David with First Equity, Aquarius Home Services, and more. Thanks, guys, in advance. Go to our website for tickets. We'll be back after this. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com bestmusic for details.